Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, gamers? You are watching Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, 4th of November. I am your humble host, Tamo Hussain, joined, as always, by my brother from another mother. It's Tim Gettys. Damn, I'm so, so good, because I get to see you in real life today. We're going to go yeah. see Eternals together. So excited yeah. about I'm this, I'm so man. excited. It's been ages since mm -hmm. I've seen people, and, and I'm excited to see all of you especially. Um, and we're going to hopefully watch a fun movie. Oh, fingers yeah, crossed. Man. I've seen yeah, some good stuff. Crossed. Mm -hmm. um, before we jump into the show, you know, I have my daily segment um, of uh, trying to remind people what went down in history today, November 4th. Um, in 1922, November 4th, the entrance to King Tutankhamun's tomb was uh, discovered in Egypt in the Valley of Kings by English archaeologist Howard Carter. Is there anything cooler than the Valley of the Kings? Valley I don't think of the so. Kings. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, in 1960, Valley of the Dead, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Lake of the cool Dead, maybe. Um, anything uh, of the anything usually is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, you're right. Um, in 1964, the Toy Easy Bake Oven was released. Wow. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty I was good. always intimidated by those. Yeah. Creepy crawlers, I was all about. That's the but one. Easy Bake Oven, mm -mm, scared I was going to burn uh -huh. something. In 1972, the number one hit for November 4th to no December 1st, 1972, was Johnny Nash, I Can See Clearly Now. I think it's gone. Yeah, famous, mm -hmm, famous song, mm -hmm. yeah. In, going back in time, 1879, African-American inventor Thomas Elkins patented the refrigerator apparatus. So oh. he basically patented the fridge. Dude, Which shout out wild. to that guy. I love the fridge. Big up that guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Underrated king. Um, 2008, a little more recent. Barack Obama becomes the first African-American to be elected president in the United States, defeating Republican candidate John McCain. Definitely. Barack Obama. Huge moment. Uh, again. That is definitely moment. one of those moments that you, I'm going to look back on in like 50 years if I'm still alive. Just be like, wow, that happened. We were there. That was big, yeah. You remember where big. you were. That, like, it's one of those moments, I you know? Like yeah. that, that, that decade has a lot of those moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I honestly, like, when I read that, I was like, wow, that happened in November? That's wild. Like, it doesn't feel like... It, it, it feels like it was a start of the year thing as opposed to an end of the year thing, if well, you know I what I mean. Because the inauguration shit, right? Like, it felt yeah, like yeah. There, was, there was multiple huge moments. That I remember from November to, to, I mean, honestly, for a while, but, like, specifically that November to, like, February, there was a fervor, man. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was a big deal. But we've got some other big stories that are going to be a big deal coming up because this week's, or this today's stories this week's, you know. Uh, today's stories include... Firaxis's Marvel game being delayed. Take-Two cancelling a different superhero game. And then Square Enix admitting their superhero game 
was a big disappointment. So Superhero Games really going through it today. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to get into that and more because this is, of course, kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv forward slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know, baby. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com forward slash you're wrong. Hopefully we won't get anything wrong. If you do want to watch live, you can, if you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com forward slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. And of course, remember, if you're into playing those games on Epic Game Store, you can use the creator code kindoffunny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite. And very easily, you can support us, which is a big deal. To be part of the show, head to patreon.com forward slash kind of funny games where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show. I'm, I'm salivating a lot today for some reason. I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> There's so much news to talk so about. So many numbers. Spitting. This is yet another one of those <laughs> days where if Tim Gettys is on uh, Games Daily, there's Nintendo financials to talk about. I love it. I love it. It's the <laughs> gift and the curse. Also, I love that the R logo is backwards, so it says Magnet. It's, it's the best. It's the, just, the, the, the chat is just getting too worked out. They can't handle the fact that the lo- your guys' moniker is Tim Tam, but the host goes on the left side. It's the rules. So they insist <laughs> that I do this. Here we go, Matt Mitt for the win. I appreciate it. Housekeeping. I mean, goddamn, one time let it be a bad game of sweeping. Uh, Extra Life is happening this Saturday from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And there is going to be a crap ton of games that are being played, including the game developed and designed by Satan himself, Mario Party. It's the finals. Battle for CEO. It's, it's the going battle to, for it, CEO. It, uh, the plans have changed many times, but if I remember correctly, currently we're going to kick off the stream now with the the Mario Party tournament, and it's nice. going to be me, Snowbike Mike, Barrett Courtney, and Nick Scarpino. Uh, me fighting for Joey Noel to become right, the CEO right. of Kind of Funny. Very excited about that. After that, uh, me and Mike are going to open some Pokemon card booster packs. Ooh. It'll be my first booster pack opened in twenty Ooh. years, and I am extremely excited excited about this that's amazing i'm so excited mm-hmm. for that I, i'm so excited to sit down on that day and just have the entire stream running in the background and you should all do that too because you're gonna there's gonna be some amazing moments there always is and you don't want to be miss out on that conversation because they're going to be referencing it for the rest of the year and you don't uh, want to miss out on the jokes you know and, and just a reminder to everyone barrett is in fact playing for me barrett you're yes. gonna win this for us yeah, let's go. After yeah, that, I think that it is ending with. Or at some point, uh, we're doing Metal Gear Solid Four. Yes, of Metal Gear Solid after 4, so after playing the game, after playing the game invented by the devil, we will be playing the game created by a god. Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots, which I will be there for. Um, and it's going to be a good time. Uh, Kevin, are you going to be there? Oh yeah, I'm running. The oh hell game, yeah! So I'll be there. Let's the go. Let's I can't go. Wait. And, of course, there's going to be a bunch of shenanigans like Nick and Andy taking the SATs and blessing drinking too much whiskey and more. And, of course, that's going to go down on twitch.tv for slash kindoffunnygames. But you can donate and join the team right now by going to kindoffunny.com for slash extra life. The goal is to raise $100,000 for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Fantastic cause, so please do come out and try and support, and we'll have a good time. If you can, spend some money and donate. If you can't, just share the uh, campaign, and maybe someone else will see it and be able to. 
A new episode of Gamecast is up right now, and it uh, features Imran returning for, yeah. for returning Imran the Don Khan coming back to talk with the reviewers about Riders Republic and Mario Party Superstars, and provide a preview of Shin Megami Tensei Five. The reviews of which are now out there. Um, that's up on youtube.com forward slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Pranksy and Blackjack. Today we are brought to you by Honey, American Giant, and Credit Karma, but we will tell you more about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and will forever be the Roper Report. It's time for some jolly good news. We have six stories today. A baker's dozen. And this, a lot of this news isn't jolly good. And also, we've got some quick PSAs. So before we actually get into the news, I want to drop some PSAs. Um, first one, Forza Horizon 5 reviews are out there, and it's reviewing extremely well. GameSpot, uh, the site I manage, uh, gave it a 9. Um, so you should check that out. And you can also go and listen to the Xcast, which is up early today. And the crew talk at length about the game. Uh, so in lieu of a review roundup, because we've got so much news, I wanted to just make sure that you know about those being out there and can check it out. Second quick PSA, because Greg Miller dropped this into the uh, into the Slack, and I know that if I don't mention it, he's going to be raging, is there's an update for the Avengers roadmap. The Claw Raid and PlayStation-exclusive hero Spider Sp Sp Spider-Man, I never heard of that, uh, arrive in patch 2.2. Which Wait, includes what? A... What? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ah, <laughs> you think I don't know who Spider Man is? Oh no, 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 no! no, no. I know. Like, is it actually that. happening? Yeah, Spider Man arrives. Holy in shit! Patch I mean, that's a big deal, right? Wait, uh, how did they announce this? That literally, Spider Man is coming in less than a month, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's coming. There's no trailer. I mean, there's no video. There's no fucking. This isn't in a state of play. This isn't in a fucking Avengers. We have a table for war that we're making videos on to talk I mean, about fucking Spider Man. Figure you, your you, shit out. You are correct. It's the hero event they say. So I don't know if the character is going to be in there or if it's just the hero event. I think it might just be an event. They they made it very vague. I'm not a fan of this uh, update what? at all. The way it's phrased. Um, it just says new weird. hero, exclusive hero Spider-Man, PlayStation exclusive hero Spider-Man arrive in patch 2.2, which includes the reworks. Like like yeah, it coming. sounds like he's going to be there, which is which is some wild, wild stuff that they just kind of like farted him out into the ether. <laughs> uh, and we're like, like <laughs> yeah, um, which is wild to me. But I'm yeah, bewildered the, at this yeah, news. Yeah, it is wild. Um, so you're befuddled the, as well? Not quite befuddled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you'll get your trailer when you fix this damn door. Uh, power level increase is included in that uh, update. Gear upgrading is included in that. Shipments um, is included in that. And per hero weekly objectives are included in that. So there's your PSA for that. Um, let's move on to the first story, which comes from the world's best video game website. The one number one video game website, uh, GameSpot.com. Uh, written by Eddie McCooch, the GOAT. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed. You might have seen this lot yesterday, but it happened after KFGD, so we want to cover it. Marvel's Midnight Suns, a new strategy game from XCOM Studio for Axis, has been delayed. The game is now scheduled for release in the second half of 2022. In a statement, the studio said that it needs more time to make Marvel's Midnight Suns the best game possible. The extra development time will allow the studio to add more story, cinematics, and overall polish to the game. There's a statement uh, uh, that, out, that came out um, from, I believe it's Jake Solomon, 
at the studio or a bunch of people. But it's one of those classic statements where, hey, uh, fan base, uh, we're making this video game. It's got uh, cool stuff in it. Um, we need some more time. We love you. You guys are the world's best fans, you know? I don't know if you know this, but you guys really rule. Anyways, the game's delayed. See you in uh, end of 2022. So boiler boiler oh, also they do the thing where they're like it's the equivalent of youtuber apology video where this starts with like a deep breath i've been trying really hard um but it's one of those bits where it's like uh oh we fought real hard about this and we've decided to delay instead of like the lads came down from the office and were like you need to delay this shit um so uh yeah how do you feel about that tim i mean i'm not entirely shocked at this i think that we're going to continue to see delays uh for games big small and anything in between so yeah this is definitely not a surprise i will say that uh, them announcing it was coming in march to begin with felt kind of shocking like that was like oh that's earlier than than i'd expect for a major mm. game like this both from uh 2k but also just from marvel right um yeah. and i think that this game is going to be very very important for them like we've seen recently spider-man guardians of the galaxy and avengers and we know that wolverine's coming this is different midnight suns not as known of a entity in quantity when it comes to marvel and like there's some characters here that they're clearly trying to get audiences familiarized with uh as we move into future movies and tv shows and etc cetera, etc cetera, kind of widening the the marvel universe even more um so yeah i'm i'm definitely not shocked by this i'm very excited for this game i hope that it's good and this is one of those things where it's like you know what i wasn't itching to play it for march so i'd rather have this game come out as good as possible mm -hmm. when it's ready um than anything else but i i'm interested in the approach they're taking with it the trailer looked really interesting and cool um so i'm hopeful for this yeah i mean foraxis hasn't put out a bad game in quite some time like the XCOM's game, XCOM games absolutely hit. Um, even when they did something different with the uh, franchise with the latest one, which I forget what it's called now. Um, but uh, it was really, really good. And obviously, as you mentioned, they got some real picks for characters. But I'm glad that um, uh, one of them is Blade, because as you know, I'm a big Blade fan. Well, I think I'm more of a Wesley Snipes fan, but Blade is a big, big part of that. Um, I love, do love Blade as a character, so I'm excited that they're spending time, uh, you know, getting it right because I want to see the game do justice to that character um, because I do love Blade. Speaking of Blade, some MFers are always trying to ice skate uphill, and one of them are Nintendo. Uh, story coming from the second best video game website in the world, GameSpot.com. Uh, so Haley Williams. Tabs. Never let that be understated. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Haley Williams, uh, Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons major new update has dropped early. It actually dropped yesterday. Um, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons latest major free update, as detailed in October's Animal Crossing Direct, is live now. Almost two days, that's the time of writing was yesterday, um, before it was originally scheduled to drop. While the 2.0 update was meant to arrive on November 5th, the new content is now available to download for the Switch game. The early update was reported across social media. I believe it was Miranda Sanchez from IGN who spotted it first. Um, when players received a surprise prompt to update the game after logging in. Um, while the update wasn't loading automatically for all players, fans quickly found that it could be forced to load by pressing the plus button, start button, depending on how old school you are, uh, while uh, Animal Crossing was selected in the main menu, then selecting updates so or forcing update. The 2.0 update includes a number of new gameplay features, as well as expanding the ones already in the game. Probably the biggest new addition is the return of the Roost Coffee Shop, which will be opened up inside the museum and once again will be run by Brewster. Great name as always. 
Like in other Animal Crossing games, players will be able to purchase coffee for 200 bells a cup, which feels a bit steep to me. Um, and we'll have the chance to encounter various characters in the space. Other new content added with the update includes the return of old favorites like gyroids and Cap'n. Cap'n returns finally. Uh, along with new customization options both inside and outside player homes. Check out the full rundown on uh, GameSpot.com if you want to see more of it. Nintendo basically didn't say anything about this. They were like, so yeah, have fun. Um, and the paid DLC doesn't appear to be uh, available uh, early, um, despite having the same planned November 5th, 5th release date and the 2.0 update being out now. Um, yeah, so how do you feel about uh, new Animal Crossing? You jump back in? I know, like, a oh. I saw a bunch of people hopping right back in. I called up, or oh, I messaged Callie Plaguey, who is a former reviews editor for GameSpot, um, just to make sure she knows. And she was like, listen, I'm already, I'm already on it. I fell over trying to get to my Switch quickly, and um, <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, Chastity, uh, my roommate, was on it. Um, everyone's on it. How are you feeling about it? I, I love it. I'm not an Animal Crossing person, so I, I'm happy that uh, people are getting this update, an update in general, but also early. That's kind of nice. I'm a little surprised at how this is happening. Do you have any theories on why? Like, I don't feel like this was... I don't feel like it was an accident. I also don't feel like it was explicitly on purpose. I think it was just kind of like, uh, I mean, eh, fuck it, let's go. The only person I've seen, I actually saw acknowledge it is Andrew Fester, who who previously was of 1UP um, and, and is currently at Nintendo. I didn't realize he was at Nintendo, but he acknowledged it being like, hey, yeah, we did put this out, but in an official capacity, I don't think so. I do think it was intentional. I think it was like um, uh, a... a uh, kind of like, hey, let's not risk breaking the internet. You got to remember how popular Animal Crossing is. So you imagine Nintendo is probably like, listen, our our servers are still uh, literally run by mice in wheels. Uh, mm -hmm. We haven't figured out a way to move away from the mice in wheel strategy yet. But uh, and if we do all this on on one day, the day they said it could fall down. So I feel like they went, let's let's just hit uh hit it early and people will have a group of people who immediately get it and and they figure out how to get it and then the rest of the world the normies who have bought um all these animal crossings will get it the natural way and hopefully that spreads things out in an even way i do remember i do remember seeing imran the don khan talking a little more conspiratorially a little more cynically about moving no. the, the Imran? No like, way. I, I, love, I love that Imran's basically like got that approach. He's like, how? What's the, what's going on here? He's got his tinfoil hat on. It does move the conversation away from the value of of the actual expansion pass in a way that you know is kind of interesting. I don't think that is the case. Um, I, I can see the argument for it, but I personally believe it is a case of Nintendo knowing that there's a decent chance that their service could absolutely shit the bed, and they're so like, well, like let's just go out now, and also like. For that night, like that night yesterday, everyone was talking about Animal Crossing on Twitter and everyone was a, a buzz. So it's like a good PR move as well. So works out in their favor. Yeah. I mean, hey, Nintendo supporting games that people love with DLC is something I love and I want yes. to see way more of. So good on you, Nintendo. Please keep this up. Please keep it up. And I think they're going to have to because if, if, the, if the next story is any indication, it comes from uh, Nintendo Life's Ryan Craddock um, based on the Nintendo financials that are now out there. Nintendo Switch has now sold 92.87 million units um, and it's catching Damn. the Wii. That is hella units, friends. Um, Nintendo Switch has reached a grand total of 92.87. I'm just going to round it up to 93, you know, uh, yeah. million Why hardware not? sales. Um uh, Nintendo's latest financial report confirms Nintendo reveals that it has shifted 
6.8 million consoles between April and September 2021. 6.45 million of those being the original model and 1.82 being the light. Nothing on the uh, OLED yet. Sales are still down year on year, however. Um, Nintendo says that the last fiscal year, the March 20... Um, Last fiscal year, the March 2020 release of Animal Crossing's New Horizons prompted a significant increase in hardware and software sales. So compared to the same period last year, unit sales have declined for both hardware and software, which makes sense. Um, So Nintendo Switch hardware sales are currently 92.87 million units. And the Wii currently is best selling, Nintendo's best selling console is at 101.63 million units as of 30th September, 2021. So Nintendo Switch gaining on the Wii, um, unsurprising. That's yeah. less than so, 10 million sales away. So currently the Switch is the seventh highest selling console of all time uh, with the Wii about 10 million above. And that's right next to the PlayStation 1. So... Within the year, within months, probably, we will see the Switch overtake those. But I think it's still going to, that would then make it the fifth highest selling console behind the PS4. But that's at 116 million. So I think that that might take a little bit longer if it ever even crosses that point. But honestly, at this rate and with my hypothesis of where Nintendo's Switch is going to go with kind of more iterative systems as it keeps going on, I think that this thing is going all the way. And I think that it's it's going to hit a point that the DS at 154 and the PS2 at 155 are going to be the only things that are potentially above it at the end of the day. Yeah, my... my... Go on, Kevin. Oh, sorry, just a quick question. Tam, is, do you see Tim, like, freezing a bunch? A little bit. Okay. Tim, you're freezing a bunch, um, I think, maybe... It, Honestly, I thought he was just doing sick pop and lock moves. So I was like, damn, he's yeah. popping off over there. I love it. I'd love to see it. What would you like uh, me to do, Kev? Uh, you might want to restart Discord real quick. Do the worm. Yeah. All right, one sec. Um, while Tim is gone, I'm sorry, and Tim. Half my screen is visible. Um, oh, it's Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? Hey, man. Doing all right. The dog's Oh, yeah. The, the, the dog's looking nice. And, and was like, yeah, I'm really liking it. Really liking it. I like Tim's it. Back. Yep. he's back he's back okay tim you're back so my question awesome. was going to be um uh can you think of any games that like what are the games you think they're going to be pushing to help them kind of continue that momentum i'm trying to think of what oh. games like po- pokemon's going to do a decent amount right is, totally. it, is that the one yeah absolutely i mean so here, here's the thing and in addition to the hardware sales they also updated their their software sales and that's what i'm always the the most interested mm. in there's like the key thing here uh is everything you'd expect is continued continuing to rise so the top four we got mario kart 8 deluxe at almost 39 million animal crossing uh at 34 almost 35 million uh smash for ultimate at 25 million and legends of zelda at 24 or breath of the wild at 24 million those were all mm-hmm. insane numbers but really focusing at the top one mario kart 8 deluxe at that just under 39 million that makes it the highest selling mario kart title of all time just beating out the 37 million of mario kart wii when you start thinking about that and what that means that is absolute insanity mario kart wii used to be one of the examples of a holy shit this game sold so much nothing could beat it and it's just been beat like that is unreal that is crazy and that shows the power of the attach rate of the nintendo switch and how engaged the the kind of user base is there going back over to the the titles after you drop out of the top four um there's still so many super high sellers we got pokemon uh, sword and shield at 22 we got mario odyssey at 22 just shy of 22 super mario party at 16.5 million like that is a game that 
none of us loved but is still kind of breaking its way into these ridiculous sales numbers can mario party superstars i don't think it's going to hit necessarily that level uh because mm. there, i think that came out at the perfect fervor moment of uh like just kind of normies out there that bought a switch that are like oh i loved mario party when i was a kid like let's you know try to reignite that spark uh but underneath that we got pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee which were kind of no matter which way you looked at it kind of the lesser than pokemon games like at that point we're talking about not just remakes but it almost feels like spinoff remakes um just because of the style of the game and like and and just uh, this is now the upteenth time we've went back to to kanto um and for that to still be at 13.8 million yeah brilliant diamond and shining pearl are going to fucking sell ridiculous amounts yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if they outsell sword and shield just because of sheer numbers of switches out there at this point and on top of that the genuine nostalgia that a whole generation has for diamond and pearl being a very high quality pokemon game and a lot of people's favorite pokemon game yeah, I, I agree. And like the other thing is like the wildest thing for me is all that stuff that you said about Mario Kart just makes me think again why they haven't put out DLC for it, more DLC for it. It or seems new wild. One. Like or or even a new one. Like I feel like Mario Kart um eight is like the perfect fit for a platform style game. They the way they did it for Smash Brothers, I'm so surprised they didn't look back and be like, Why don't we apply the same strategy to Mario Kart? And instead of just being like, Hey, there's a Mercedes Benz car in here now, see you later. Yeah. Um, which is wild but yeah i my, my big question is like <laughs> what is what is the deal with uh breath of wild 2 like where where are they gonna put that and what is the purpose like do they wait obviously like the development cycle is the main thing but like i'm just so surprised that they're not like being more talkative about that game to be like uh keep the kind of uh the the thirst for it out there so that people are constantly thinking about should i buy a switch should i buy a switch should i buy a switch this could be any any moment now I mean, um, I think for better or worse, all these numbers show that, like, they don't care. They don't need to care. Like, people yeah. are buying these things. They're buying them faster than they can make them still. Their numbers are down this year, not because people aren't buying them, but because they can't make enough and get them into enough people's hands. Like, yeah. they, they've been cruising since Animal Crossing, and, like, that's just been uh, allowing them to just hit these ridiculous heights. These sales numbers are unheard of. They're insane. And the mm. fact that it's not just Mario Kart or just Pokemon, but it's a whole bunch of different games, including Ring Fit Adventure at 12 million units sold when that trailer dropped everyone talked shit everyone made fun of it but that's that nintendo x factor that's that thing that like it could look like a fucking joke but it's a hit sure they have a whole bunch of other things that don't quite hit that standard labo we're not seeing on this uh top charts right but nintendo's out there trying different things and they know they have their core franchises they can fall back on and the switch has made those core franchises stronger than they've ever been zelda has never sold that well now thanks to breath of the wild it does and there's expectations for breath of the wild too i don't think that they'll hit these heights but i also don't think they need to because if breath of the wild 2 sells 16 million that's still going to be insanely impressive for a zelda game yeah uh you you I'm going to update on my side because I'm still having Tim all framing. So give me two seconds. I'm just going to pop in, pop out. Maybe it takes a little longer. That's weird. Usually it gets real, real quick. Oh, we're back. Excellent. Hold on. I'll have them back up. And then, yep, up, up. All right. Hello? Okay. 
uh yeah i'm i'm extremely excited to jump back into you're right like i'm extremely excited to jump back into um uh ring fit adventure because i got it here before i left and uh, it was kicking my ass and then i went to the uk and i worked out every single day um while i was in the uk and now i'm back i'm gonna turn that game on and absolutely shit on that lad and oh, be like, yeah. he's gonna be like, what the hell happened? He was gone what, for one day. You? Who are you? How are you doing this? I'd be like, yeah, boy, the passage yeah. of time, you don't understand how it works. I've been in the hyperbaric time you chamber, which computer. I call the UK. <laughs> oh, I love it. Next story comes from VGC's Tom Ivan, uh, and his story reads: the headline reads, Square Enix claims Crystal Dynamics was the wrong fit for disappointing Marvel's Avengers. That is absolutely yeah. brutal. It really uh, is. That is, there's no need to do that in public. Uh, Square Enix, relax, please chill. <laughs> um, it's funny, like that. Uh, that uh, they they did that after Microsoft partnered with. It is Crystal Dynamics, isn't it? Oh, for it is. like um, uh, the next Perfect Dark. It feels like Square Enix were like, oh yeah, you're gonna do that to us, are you? Well, your game sucks. Don't talk to us again. Um, the head of Square Enix has claimed that Crystal Dynamics was a bad fit for Marvel's Avengers, given its lack of experience with games as a service as a model. Addressing shareholders in a statement pu published in the company's annual report, President Yosuke Matsuda said uh, Square Enix needed to learn from the game's disappointing performance. Notably, he highlighted the importance of matching development studios with game designs that, better suit th that best suit their skill set and interest. Avengers developer Crystal Dynamics is best known uh, this, as the studio behind the single-player Tomb Raider series of games, and its next project is a collaboration with Xbox Game Studios on Perfect Dark. Marvel's Avengers was an ambitious title for us, and we took our on the games as a service model, Matsuda said. We overcame a variety of unexpected difficulties in the final phase of the game's development, including needing to transition to work from home due to pandemic. We were able to surmount these challenges and release the game, but it has unfortunately not proven as successful as we would have liked. Nonetheless, taking on the games as a service model highlighted issues that we are likely to face in the future in future game development efforts such as the need to select game designs that mesh with the unique attributes and tastes of our studios and development teams while the new challenges that we tackled with this title produced a disappointing outcome we are certain that the games as a service approach will grow in importance as gaming becomes more service oriented how we go about creating new experiences by incorporating this trend into our game design is a key question that we will need to answer going forward so an interesting thing because uh, I think if you had spoken to anyone in the games industry or like even a fan, they would have probably said, yeah, I don't, we don't think that's the right studio for that. Like that's a that's a probably not a great idea. And the funny thing is like half of that or one portion of that game, it was the right studio. Yeah. And that's the single player. Like, and that's the, the Kamala problem. stuff. Yeah, the Kamala stuff was like, great. I enjoyed that. Like, I think it was excellent. It's the games as a service stuff that was like not good. And that's the part where it's clear that Crystal Dynamics wasn't the right fit for it. And I think even Crystal would probably be like, yeah, that was not our, that was not our bag. Um, yeah. I mean, look, here's the thing. We, we don't know all the, like the, the, the facts and details about a lot of the intricacies of this, but it's just like, it is pretty clear to be able to look at this. And I don't think that this is the game that Crystal wanted to make. Like Crystal makes a certain type of game. And that doesn't mean that they can only do that, but you see the game in Avengers, like in mm -hmm. its single player campaign, it is really good until you get pulled into the stuff that's the games as a service stuff, at least in my experience with it, where I enjoyed the story, but I kind of found myself really like, oh man, like, I'm not being rewarded enough with the story beats and character moments for 
how distracting the elements I don't like are, uh, especially mm-hmm. now I can say that like firmly knowing how much I enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy, which was made by Square with Eidos Montreal, right? Yeah. Like that, like that, those are companies that have worked together in the past and stuff, Crystal and Eidos and all that. And it's like to see that the people that made Deus Ex make Guardians and then to see the people that made the Tomb Raider games make Avengers, it's like, oh man, they definitely could have knocked it out of the park. I know that that team is talented. I know that they have the chops and you see it within that game. You see the glimpses of it. And I think that this is not surprising to me. I think that everybody, it's not so much pointing fingers as much as it's just like, ah, shit. Well, we tried this thing and we, we tried a thing that like, came from a quote-unquote bad place like it came from a hey avengers is a property we can make a lot of money off of this let's do whatever we can to make as much money as possible as opposed to hey this is a huge property if we handle this correctly we can make endless money for all time if we do this right but yes they went the the easy thing and that ended up making it a lot harder for everybody and now we're getting a fucking spider-man character without even a screenshot of him (laughs) Yeah, it's it is wild, like, and it does feel like like Crystal Dynamics doesn't seem to be at fault here. Like, they have put out like I think like given the experience and the man and the mandate on games as a service, like they've put out a solid solid game. Um, like I think it's the single player is great, and they have been mismatched uh, to that thing for part of it. But uh, yeah, I feel like they they as a team have probably learned a lot about themselves from this. And I wish that they, I hope that they get another chance to make something that's a little more in their wheelhouse because mm-hmm. the stuff that they did with Kamala, I really, really liked. And you can see that that's where they know their strength is at. Um, I mean, like, that's not to say the game as a whole is bad. Um, I know there are multiple people that love it. Um, uh, you know, especially if you're an unnamed fan, um, you, you probably love uh, this game quite a bit. But I do feel like um, uh, they need us. They deserve a second shot. Uh, and I think this. the problem is, while Avengers isn't bad necessarily, mm. Avengers needs to be great in order to stand yes. out. Or else it can just be a, a video game that's just a video game IP. When you're basing something off of the biggest entertainment property in the world, there are expectations that are different, especially when you're teaming them up with game of the year conversation developers, Crystal Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, like that's it's just very unfortunate how it all shook out there. Yeah. We have two more stories to get through. But before we get through that, I think we should take a short break to hear from my from our sponsors. Kevin, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Honey. It's time to start thinking about what you're going to get your friends and family for the holidays. And don't be stingy this year. That's okay. I have a little magic that'll bring some extra cheer this year. It's a little thing called Honey. Honey is your personal online shopping assistant. It scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. So imagine you're shopping at your favorite site, right? When you go to checkout, the Honey button will drop down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Then sit back and kick your feet up while Honey searches for coupons. If it finds one, you'll watch the price drop uh we love honey very much here kevin uses it for everything that we buy here for kind of funny because we like deals and we like to save money and you should too if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out on free savings it's literally free installs in a few seconds and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast we'd never recommend something we don't use here at kind of funny so go over and get honey for free at joinhoney.com games that's joinhoney.com games 
We're also brought to you by American Giant. Let's be honest, since we're all thinking about it, buying gifts during the holiday season is stressful. It's all about tearing your hair out, trying to find the perfect gift, spending a boatload of money, keeping secrets from your loved ones, and resisting the temptation of the classic gift card cop-out. But there's one thing that everyone loves, a good hoodie, especially now when stylish comfort is essential. So get everyone on your list, and maybe even yourself, a classic full zip hoodie from American Giant. Uh, Gia loves her hoodie, she swears by it. Tim's used American Giant hoodies, he loves the quality of them. You should too. Uh, American Giant is about the journey, not just the destination. They're obsessed with the details from start to finish, so they use the best quality materials and support local manufacturers and workers. Slate called their hoodies the greatest hoodie ever made, so find out why. Explore American Giant's collection of durable essentials at American-Giant.com and you can get 20% off when you use code KFGD at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com, promo code KFGD. We're also brought to you by Credit Karma. If you've ever felt overwhelmed when it comes to handling your personal finances, you're not alone. And Credit Karma is here to help you make those big calls with more confidence. Whether you're refinancing credit card debt or paying for an upcoming expense, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you fresh personal loan offers that are personalized just for you. It's totally free and easy to sign up for a Credit Karma account with no effect on your credit score. Credit Karma will even show you your approval odds so you can choose offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. On Credit Karma, you can check out multiple loan offers side by side with easy to compare estimate terms to make sure you get the best deal. And once you've got a loan, Credit Karma will help you track your progress as you pay off your debt and even let you know if you can refinance and save. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers with your approval odds right now. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. How about them ads, huh? Pretty cool. How about them ads? You love them. Yeah, I love to see it. Um, our next story comes from the third best video game website on the internet. It is GameSpot.com, written by our very own Eddie McCooch. GTA parent company Take-Two has 62 games coming by March what? 2024. 62 video games, Tim. As part oh. of Take-Two's earning report, the company revealed that it has a whopping 62 games planned for release by the end All of great. financial year All 2024, which so is March 2024. Are you telling me GTA, the definitive trilogy, each one of those games counts as a game on every single system it's ported I, on? I don't know what voodoo evil maths that they're doing <laughs> to get to 62 games, but we'll see how that goes. These games were listed off in a slide for Take-Two's financial year 22 to 24 pipeline. It includes 23 immersive core titles, okay, um, six independent games from its private division label, 20 mobile games, four mid-core games, and nine new iterations of previously released titles, um, which is a very confusing way to say they've got a bunch of games coming out, 62 specifically. Um, the slide contains an important caveat that explains that this is only a snapshot of Take-Two's existing development pipeline. Not all will necessarily be seen through to release. It's likely that some of these titles will not be developed through com to, to completion or some may be delayed and we may also add new titles to our slate. As an example of Take-Two not seeing every game through to completion, the company just announced that it cancelled an unannounced game with associated cost of 53 million. 
Uh, we'll get to that. That's that's the next story in this. Um, to take uh, take two's to help with take two's ambitious plans, the company has been increasing its headcount in recent years. For the latest year, Take Two had a development studio staff of 5,046, a number that has been steadily growing in recent years. Uh, people are naturally wondering if the rumored Grand Theft Auto 06 might be among new Take Two games coming over the next few years, but the company made no mention of this. So, Tim, initial responses to that? I mean, there's not much more to say than wow, 62 games. Like, that is yeah. utterly insane. It is, it's interesting that, you know, why is this coming out? These financial earnings reports, like they're talking to investors or whatever. I, it's nuts that a company as big as Take Two kind of still feels like they have the need to be like, yo, we got GTA online, motherfuckers. Like, yeah, yeah, the, the numbers speak for themselves. Let's go. Like, y'all don't, y'all don't need more, but we're going to give you more just in case that fails, just mm. in case that dips a little. It's not going to, but just in case. Yeah. And then here you go. We have 62 other games that are going to make money to some extent. Like, yeah. th these motherfuckers just have so much cash that they're just like, yeah, you know, the rich get richer. And like, take two best example of it of all time yeah and i think there's an element of peacocking happening here where you know anyone in a anyone doing financials in the covid times where you know financials or, or the health of company is constantly in question just feels like a good moment to be like hey we've got 62 video games coming and that is basically coming on top of grand theft auto online which is currently making more money than we will be able to spend in our lifetimes. And we've got all those video, Grand Theft Auto video games that the kids loved when they were growing up. We're putting those out again. And there is the looming kind of like question around Grand Theft Auto 06. It's, you know it's going to happen. They're never going to say it explicitly when it's coming out for a long, long time. But people are probably thinking, Grand Theft Auto is amongst those. So you look at the phrase or like the statement that they have 62 games in development and you're probably thinking immediately, well, it seems like Take-Two is in good, good health. So I don't know, I'm going to invest or I'm going to pay attention to um, this company a bit more. So I think this is partly to, to kind of flex on that. And also it kind of softens the blow for the next story, which is take two canceling an unannounced game from uh, before before we get there just going back yeah. to the the gta conversation mm -hmm. with the definitive trilogies coming out and these being a, a huge deal like this is really exciting so far it seems like they're making all the right moves they look great yeah. uh they're coming very soon so the they're nailing that excitement of announcement to uh you being able to to purchase it it's available on all the different consoles blah 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 like you said so many people grew up with these games some of the most in industry defining uh, games of all time and they didn't just do it once they did it three times year after year after year right there's such excitement there those games sold well they didn't hold a candle to gta 5 gta 5 totally changed the game in terms of sales tam what do you expect from the definitive trilogy do you expect it to sell okay sell as well as a good uh well-selling brand new video game or do you think that oh it's gta and it's going to get that gta 5 boost I think it's going to sell gangbusters. Like, I think that it's going to sell extremely well. We've seen how popular GTA continues to be. And I think the availability of the... Like, weirdly, I think this is one of the better timed, like, re-releases. Because, like, we've had 
not only are those games difficult to play now outside of a PC um, or like a mobile version, which is not the ideal way, but it's been long enough that people will feel intensely nostalgic about it. Like we feel nostalgic about it. And it's a game. Those are games that we constantly think about. And and for many of us, like have played multiple times uh, up until this point. So imagine Joe Schmo, who hasn't been thinking about gaming intensely for a long time, suddenly seeing Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas and Vice City in one package. They're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm buying that. Those are three of the games that defined my game playing history, like or the games that I love. So I feel like it's going to really, really travel. And then let's not forget that now they're available on platforms that they were never available for. And like they are playable in in interesting new ways as well i think that that like this this re-release has the potential to do incredibly well and also i don't think um rockstar or take two are looking to make a crazy amount of money off it immediately i think they just push that push that game out and then they're like that is going to pay us dividends for maybe five years like probably more than that people are always wanting to play gta people are always nostalgic about gta so if they're not jumping on it right now a year from now two years from now they're probably going to want to play it and it will i think that this is a steady flow of income for them a drip feed of sales and it's kind of like the nintendo strategy where they release mario kart and then mario kart keeps selling until people just all the people that know mario kart exists are dead and then it's like that's when it starts to slow down so i think that similar thing is going to happen here and they will be making bank off of it for years to come but yeah um next story uh comes from the fourth best video game website on the internet have i driven this bit into the ground yet no <laughs> i've not it is gamespot.com and once again put some respect on eddie makuja's name hardest working news writer in the game Take Two cancels an unannounced game said to be a new superhero title from Mafia Free Dev. As part of Take Two's earnings report on Wednesday, the Grand Theft Auto parent company announced that it has cancelled an unannounced game. The publisher did not say what this game was. However, though, it did disclose that the cancellation of the game came with related costs amounting to $53 million. Following the earnings report, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier reported that the game in question was a new title from Mafia Free Studio Hangar 13. According to the report, the game was in development in various forms since 2017 and was codenamed Vault. The current version struggled due to reboots, technological hiccups, and changes caused by COVID-19, said the people uh, are familiar with the game's development, I guess, who asked not to be identified because they weren't authorized to speak publicly, adding that the title was going to feature superheroes competing in online gameplay. Um... Yeah, so that is a game uh, that uh, we will no longer see coming from uh, Hangar 13, which is a shame because that studio has got... Mafia 3 was pretty good. Like, uh, it has showed a lot of potential for that studio. But RIP to this unannounced superhero title. Um, what is it? I wonder what it is. Superhero game? Like, do you think it, it is Volt like a code name that is, you know, for some superhero we know and they're trying to hide it? Or is it just like a bunch no. of new, unknown... It, it was not... It was not related to an existing superhero. It was a brand new game um, created by entirely from uh, internally. So it was, um, I'm not you're, at liberty you're telling to say me, too much. But, you're uh, telling me that Take-Two was going to make an online hero-based superhero competitive game with a bunch of mm -hmm. unknown heroes? 
and they thought yep. that was going to work. Well, clearly not. Cool. I, I get the feeling that they looked around and were like, hmm, mm. I think superhero games need to trade off of a superhero IP. But also from what I know about that game, it was going for incredibly ambitious gameplay design. And it sounded like that it was it was when when I heard about it, I was like, that's going to be difficult to pull off. Um, and it makes sense that they 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 would back away from it. Um, but it is it is sad to see it go. I would have loved to have seen them take a crack at a new uh, superhero world or like crack something like that. Down. Oh, no. I mean, like, I mean, like, from what I heard about it, it was it sounded very crackdowny, and I was yeah. like, oh, it sounds like crackdown. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, sadly, it's not to be. Um, uh, and and now it's gone. Like, my worry is what happens to Hangar Thirteen because I don't believe Mafia Three like set the world on fire, um, despite being a very very interesting and good game. Uh, but the the now I believe uh, Shreya said that their studio is going to be meeting today to figure out what's next for them. My hope is, given that um, the amount of uh, time and money that Take Two has invested in that studio, it, they move them to something new and a different project because they clearly are an incredibly ta- talented group of people, and I would rather not see these people displaced um, from that job. But who knows with the current uh, ec- economy and the world and state of you know video game development, but. You never know. Um, you could you could see that a new game, uh, a new experience emerges from the ashes of their front. This one, like based on what we heard or what we know about it, like it seems like they were trying some stuff. Maybe they could focus it down and build something that is kind of like uh, take some of the ideas that they tried to come up with that and make something interesting. The Overwatch approach, the Overwatch Titan approach. We got ti- we got Overwatch from the ashes of Titan. Maybe something similar could happen here. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Um, and that's the stories for today. Packed. What a packed day it was. Love it. Um, you love it. And you know what you're also going to love? Hmm. The games that are going to be available today. The f- <sighs> I'm running out of breath, man. <laughs> the official list of upcoming <laughs> software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every week. <sighs> you know when blessing? Oh. Okay. So what I was going to say is like, I remember when Blessing was doing like kind of funny games daily, like early days. And he'd be like, yo, man, I need to take a nap after this uh, kind of funny games daily. And I'd be like, how is this man doing some work and then taking a nap in the middle of the day? What kind of effort is he giving? I understand now. Oh, I yeah. understand oh, what kind yeah, of funny dude. games daily takes out of you. Get it where you is, can fit it in, man. Oh, baby. Like, I, I feel like kind of funny games daily, like doing that is like high intensity interval training for about half an hour to an hour. Because when I'm done, I'm like, whoo. I feel, I'm sweating, I feel it. Thank you for that, Tim. Anyway, out today we have Demon Turf for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and yes, Mac. Whoa. Mac gamers. <laughs> uh, we also have Where Cards Fall for Switch, PC, and Mac. Looks really cool. Is, yeah. Where call, Cards Fall, really cool looking indie title. I, I was playing a little bit uh, this good, weekend. Good time if you're into card games between that and... Um, Inscription and Voice of Cards, which is Yoko Taro's new game. Um, a Boy and His Blob is coming to Switch. Just Dance 2022, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, and Switch. Get your dance on. Uh, Prison Simulator for PC. Who's, who's buying Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that. Okay. Um, one last memory for Switch. Pretty Girls Panic 
Plus for Switch. I don't know what that is, but it sounds what? weird. Um, Blood Rally Show for Switch. Um, Magic Potion Millionaire for Switch. Skeletal Avenger for Switch. 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 <laughs> Lone McLongan. Fuck you. A Western Adventure. Lone Gun for Switch. Super Sammy Roll for Switch. Captain Backwater for Switch. Star Stand for Switch. Recipe for Disaster for Switch. Some of these names. Some of these names. I, I might start a consultancy company where people can just tell me the name of their games and I can be like, no, you're going to get buried. Are we going to make fun of this on Games Daily or not? Like, that should be yeah, the standard. Yeah, that should be. Uh, yeah, I will, I will start this consulting agency and my metric for figuring out whether your game is good or not named is like, no, this is the kind of thing that Tim's going to rip the piss out on kind of on Games Daily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New dates. This is for uh, updating you on um, any changes. And the big one, obviously, is Midnight Suns moving to second half of 2022. We have uh, uh, talked about that at length, but just so you, you missed, in case you missed it. Now it's time for the NVIDIA geforce update which as you know we have partnered with nvidia to keep you updated on the latest geforce rtx additions to your favorite games this can include ray tracing to dlss to nvidia reflex and um nvidia dlss is pretty cool it's like accelerating performance for uncompromised image quality in over 120 games and apps with even more being added every month including the latest edition Hot Wheels Unleashed, which now has NVIDIA DLSS support and is now available. Um, in, in Hot Wheels Un Unleashed, if you're playing with DLSS, you will get accelerated performance by up to 50% in 4K, making the Same. games... Yep. That's not... Dude, the, the numbers the DLSS ads are crazy. And then ray tracing. Oh, I just wish every game had ray tracing. It Raymond adds so tracing. much. Shout out to you, Raymond. Shout out the to goal. you. The GOAT. The um, GOAT. Yeah, so... Uh, it, it, it accelerates performance for by 50% in 4K and makes the game's high-speed races even more exciting. This game is quite fun. Like, I've been having a great time with it. Um, whatever GeForce RTX GPU you own, NVIDIA DLSS enables you to speed past 64, 60 frames per second at 4K with every in-game option cranked to the max for the definitive Hot Wheels Unleashed experience. Hot Wheels Unleashed, good time. If you've got the GPU for it, crank it up. You know, crank it up, baby. It looks, it looks wild. Time for deals of the day. I've got one major one for you. <laughs> A little bonus intro. I was, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. It's playing out in my head now. Um, the major one is uh, Konami publisher sale on Fanatical. Um, the reason I am putting this one in is because some of my favorite games uh, are being discounted there, including Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid Rising, Revengeance, Castlevania. Oh, what a great game. I'm playing that currently on my streams, and it's a yeah. good time, let me tell you. Um, some of the best music in a video game. Unreal. It's, it rips, man. It is just unreal. so unnecessarily butt-rocking the so best good. ways. It's so good. Castlevania Lords of Shadows on sale. Good game. Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2 is on sale. Less good game but still interesting. Castlevania Collection, a bunch Ooh. of good games. A lot of good games there. And there's a few other games on sale as well too. 
We also have the Smash Brothers. I just Ultra. added this. Uh, yes, I saw did. Imran tweeting about it, and this is so damn cool. For 400 platinum points uh, on my Nintendo, Kev, if you could bring this up, you can get Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Invitation Greeting Card Sets. They're physical, like, postcards in the style of a Smash character invite uh, with the little, like, uh, stamp on it and stuff. It's so damn yeah, sorry, cool. Where, I love this, this type of shit. Deals of the this day. Deals of the day in the dock. Um, yeah, I the thing I have the problem I have with this is like once I buy it, like I'm not gonna send these postcards to anyone. Totally. No. So only I will be able to enjoy the fact yeah, that they, they look like they, Smash Brothers green cards. Like a sticker. You know, you buy stickers, you don't want to stick them on anything. Yeah, exactly. But they do they, look they so are, cool though. I do want them. I've I've only ever got one thing from the uh, the Nintendo uh, uh, reward system, and I got the Super Nintendo controller for the Wii, I believe it is. And oh, you know shit. how I got it, Tim? How? I used I used to work at retail, the equivalent oh, of GameStop, uh-huh. and people would trade in all of their Nintendo games, and no one ever redeemed the points that came with it. So I would tr- I would process hundreds of secondhand nintendo games and just keep all the points for myself i and love then, that like i could probably go in there and get these very easily i probably have mm-hmm. way too much points yeah i did the exact same thing at ign where one time i asked pear i was like hey there's a bunch of nintendo point things just in the sleeves in the library at ign like can I have it? He's like, yeah, sure, go for it. I just spent like an hour just going through, getting all the codes. And yeah, I don't even remember if I got anything from it. I think actually, I think that's how I got my Mario Galaxy OST uh, ah. CD, which is dope as shit. Nice. I tell you what, though, the downside of that was actually having to manually input all those codes mm. at some point. It was a pain in the ass. And the other Better thing was don't like, make it easy. Yeah, you can't, you can't, um, you can't add duplicates. So if you like input it, I don't know uh spirit tracks once you were done there was no more spirit tracks coming in um nintendo knows that you're not buying 400 copies of spirit tracks (laughs) but yeah um maybe i'll try and get those uh let's look at the mail what we've got we've got uh one coming in from lucid dream who says elden ring which we saw a trailer for today and you can now go to kind of funny games youtube channel to see react featuring myself uh, blessing and Andy um, if you want to see our immediate response uh, but as for the mail Elden Ring looks like a glorious combination of everything from software has learned up until this point the combat and atmosphere of Dark Souls the grotesque aesthetic of Bloodborne and the jumping stealth and verticality of Sekiro all of this combined with new mechanics such as mounted combat crafting and spirit summoning it's also fantastic to see the return of Jolly Corporation. Tam, please illuminate us with your thoughts. I, along with many others, I'm sure we'll be counting down the days to release. So if you want my thoughts, you can go and watch that. You should absolutely watch that. We all got up at uh, unspeakably early times. You can hear how early it is both in our voices and see on our faces. Um, but we all break it down in that. But the quick uh, overview of it is I think it looks cool. I'm excited about it. Um, I'm interested to check it out. Um, and yeah, Tim, what do you think about it? I'm so excited for you guys. I'm so excited mm-hmm. that there's like this, that it's real and it's happening. Do you actually expect that it's coming out on this release date now? Yeah, I think, I think that, I think I'm, I'm confident that it will. Or like, I, I want to be confident that it will just because I, I mean, like, I'm happy if they, if they decide they need more time, that's fine by me. We've waited so long. I'm very, I'm very patient as a person, but I'm, I, I think it will come out. Are you planning to play it? Elden Ring is a game that I am going to give a shot. It is, there's mm-hmm. no chance it sticks with me, but I am going to play the first hour of this game. I think I think what you should do is play the first hour of the game, 
also like it's very breath of the wildish so i think that might be a good touch point for you i think you should play the first part of the game and also if it doesn't stick with you maybe try it in co-op with a few people like I'll, i'd be happy to jump in because they do seem like they're they're building more co-op around this Interesting. and that and that open world element of it definitely feels like it could like get its hook in, hooks it into people who might not have as much like souls literacy or like be comfortable in that kind of gameplay style um so based on what they showed today i think that it's there's going to be a good opportunity for folks to be like yeah i don't really like these games but i'm playing it in co-op right now and it's a lot more fun um because you have people helping with the tough tougher challenges and giving you guidance so uh uh let's squad up baby speaking squad of up, baby. Speaking of squad up, we've got one coming in from probably Oliver who says Forza baby. Also, what's good, Tim Tam? Love you guys. I'm so freaking excited for Forza Horizon 5, and I need folks to race with and or against. I'm not usually an Xbox guy, so my friends list is depressingly barren. I bought a Series S a few months back for Game Pass, and I'm gonna play a metric uh, crap. I'm gonna censor that just in case for Forza next week. Would be dope to see a bunch of best friends on the roads of Mexico. So, if you want to play with uh, probably Oliver on Xbox, just add Oliver Prob, O-L-I-V-E-R-P-R-O-B. And the next one comes from Pablo, who says, Hey crew and kind of funny best friends, I'm looking for people on PS5 to join up and play some Hell Let Loose. As fun as it is to play with randoms, sometimes. I'd like to get a squad of best friends to have some good times with. Thanks and see you on the battlefield. That's Pablo on PS5 and his uh, ID is HyperNoob, H-Y-P-E-R-N-O-O-B. So if you want to play Hell Let Loose, hit him up. Uh, let's open up your wrong to see what we've screwed up. Oh God, there's a few. Oh no. <laughs> oh wait, no, this is, this, is, this is stuff that isn't related to us. Uh, oh wait, no, we've got... Deals of the day, uh, three months of PC Game Pass for $1 coming up from Nano. Breaking, Avowed, Fable, this is also from Nano. Uh, the Elder Scrolls 6 dates re leaked via GeForce Now. Claims, uh, leaks claim that uh, GeForce Now, uh, no, the GeForce Now leaks claim that Avowed comes out December 7th, 2022. Um, uh, I'm not sure Able. about that, like. Yeah. Fable on October 12th, 2023, and Elder Scrolls 6 on January 2nd, 2024. It's so specific and weird, and I highly doubt that in any world, mm -hmm. there's release dates for January 2nd, 2024 for a video game being legitimately talked about yeah i mean like uh, and as most people know like people are always putting placeholders into different things and this feels like it could be one of those um but who knows you know we'll see i i doubt it for now um but yeah we'll see and then the final correction comes from nano who says tam said superhero games should be based on existing ip while forgetting that infamous existed uh you're forgetting that infamous existed in a pre-current marvel game universe you know like um or world where the, the game has changed significantly. Um, like nowadays, it's the same way that if you try to launch a superhero movie based on no character that's known in this day and age, you're probably going to get crushed by DC or and and or Marvel uh, in the same way. Like the also rounds can't cut it these days, I feel like. And I feel like I feel like that's safe to say, right? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's rare exception of hits, like even things like The Boys on Amazon, I think took a lot of people mm. by surprise, but th those are so few and far between. And on top of that, like The Boys, for as amazing it is and how much of a like showcase it is for Amazon, it's not on the level of MCU or DCU no. stuff, so. No. Yeah, 
same same with invincible right like it's it invincible is not an unknown property it's pretty big in the comic book world and they got it going by attaching uh big names to it seth yeah, Rogen, for example totally. um yeah and like in this specific situation the team behind mafia 3 is probably not a big enough deal to be doing a superhero movie uh superhero game based on no no known uh kind of characters but i get what you're getting at anyways tomorrow's hosts are blessing and janet and if you're watching live on twitch after this forza horizon 5 baby snowbike mike and Ooh. blessing are going to be playing they're going to Go to Mexico. The roads of Mexico. So make sure you stick around to watch that. And if you want to catch that stream later, you can do so by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash kind of funny plays. This has been kind of funny games daily, where each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv forward slash kind of funny games, we run you through the nerdy news that keeps you excited about your chosen life decisions, namely that you have committed unreasonably to being a gamer but we respect it because we've done the same. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed on the silver level of patreon.com forward slash kind of funny games. So please stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, laugh and grow fat. <laughs>